Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life, the podcast that will teach you how to trigger upward spirals of health and happiness in your life. I'm Andy Proctor, a happiness activist whose goal is to make your life more happy with science-backed strategies and powerful interviews. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. Welcome back to another episode of More Happy Life with your host, Andy Proctor. Thank you so much for listening today. One of the reasons why I keep doing this podcast uh, is because I love spending time with inspiring people. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that there have been some really great episodes where people uh, who are amazing have been able to share stories, have been able to teach you things that makes your life more happy, that have been able to uh, just spend time uh, helping inspire anybody who's listening uh, to be a better human being. And I love that. And so today's guest is definitely an inspiring human being. Her name is Nadia Christine, and she is a singer and songwriter. She writes music for causes. How cool is that? She partners with different organizations and gets the community together for a specific cause and then shoots a music video that is related to that cause. She is passionate about several subjects, uh, but most of all passionate about making music that will motivate and inspire others for a good cause. So uh, some of the things that she has been involved in, some of the music videos that she's uh, that we'll talk about uh, during this podcast are surrounding anti-bullying, uh, suicide prevention, cancer research, addiction recovery, refugees, veteran support, uh, adoption and foster parenting, human trafficking, poverty alleviation, uh, helping girls who have issues with with body image, so many, so many different amazing causes that uh, make these songs not just beautiful because she has an amazing voice and she's a fantastic musician, but at the same time, also so meaningful and so helpful for so many people uh, as well. So, an amazing and inspiring human being. She also uh, watch out. She is a black belt. <laughs> I was actually a little bit nervous to. Uh, to mess up in this podcast. I'm trying to make sure this introduction is really good because otherwise she's going to come beat me up. No, just joking. Uh, But she also loves Honey Bunches of Oats. And who doesn't, right? I mean, cereal is a beautiful aspect of life. So without any further ado, I want to bring on the show Nadia Christine. All right, Nadia, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to have you on the More Happy Life podcast. Oh, thanks, Andy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, ever since I uh, started watching some of your videos, um, you know, the videos for a cause, I just, I knew I had to have you on the show eventually. And um, I just think that you uh, have a great, a great internet presence and just a great physical, just kind of like, you know, emotional presence as well. Uh, The first time I met you, I think it was at was it like CVX Live a couple of years ago or something? I can't remember if it was like. I, I think you're right. I, in wasn't one of it? Those, yeah. Yeah, it was in one of those something. conventions. I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think it was CVX. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool, funny. Cool and I feel like conference. I run into you. Exactly. Into so many conventions after that, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> no, we've been uh, needing to do this for a while. I, I really sure. appreciate you 
you yeah, thinking totally. of me and having me on your show. This is awesome. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to kind of start, if you could kind of tell the listeners who maybe don't know, uh, who don't, aren't familiar with you, a little bit about your music for a cause and kind of, you know, what, what, uh, what kind of got you into that? And um, yeah, just tell us a little bit more about that. Because like, I think it's amazing, but not everybody's heard about it. Right. No, I think so. I appreciate it. Um, so I, I think all this really what it, where it started was, um, so when I was 11, <laughs> when I was really little, I wrote a song about, um, I was just barely understanding kind of the, the wars that were going on in, in Iraq mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I remember I was talking to my dad about it and, and he was explaining it to me and it was during Christmas time. And I remember being a little aspiring singer that I just wanted to be a singer so bad one day. <laughs> um, awesome. As I was thinking about all this, I, I, I couldn't help but, but um, feel really sad for another little 11 year old girl whose dad probably couldn't come home for Christmas because he was in war. Mm. Um, and as a, a, a little aspiring singer, I, I decided that I wanted to write a song about it. And so I wrote a song about it and kind of, um, long story short, and when I was 15, we decided to produce the song after I'd sang it at different Christmas get-togethers and little concerts and things like that. Um, yeah. And and we decided to create a a nonprofit organization. Um, and in that moment, at 15 years old. Uh, yeah. That's but amazing. Co-founded co-founded with my mom, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. To, <laughs> we decided to start a foundation that um, honored families of fallen soldiers. And we started doing that kind of as a family tradition each year um, around Veterans Day. And I would sing this song that I wrote and that we had produced and, and we would honor these families. We'd bring in four or five families and um, we had Senator Butters one year and the Attorney General another year, et cetera. So we had different um, speakers come in to speak to these families. And it was a really wonderful experience to work with them. And those, it's uh, the Survivor Outreach Services with the Utah National Guard um have been is who we've partnered with on that and anyways they've been they've been absolutely wonderful and so that that was kind of the beginning that was the very very first song um that I had ever done for a cause and when I had turned 18 after we had done this for a few years um I wanted to write a song about bullying because I I had experienced a lot of bullying throughout my my middle school years and it was kind of in this moment where I was realizing oh my gosh I I I'm kind of passionate about this. I, I really like the challenge of taking a topic, a difficult topic or a topic that's probably not often talked about or maybe not talked about enough and taking on the challenge to try to write a song about it um, to, to hope, in hopes to uplift or inspire people who might be going through it. And that's kind of where it started was when uh, 18 mm-hmm. is when I really decided this is something that I want to do. And I started, and it's my first three songs started there. And I, I started writing music for a cause. Um, so anyways, that's kind of the, I guess the, the beginnings of it. And that's how it started. So, so cool. And uh, hopefully everybody who's listening was able to kind of hear that clip at the first of uh, one of those songs, um, which is, it's so cool. And, and if, if they haven't, you know, go check out, the YouTube channel. I mean, there's so much cool music that Nadia has, has produced. So that's amazing. I think that's like 11, 11 years old. That's just like blows my mind. Right. That kind of my, my, <laughs> like my little sister, she was like trying to like come up with a way to, 
help kids in Africa in high school. And she actually like went to Africa. So I'm like, man, you should should meet my sister. Um, That's so cool. uh, I'd love to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. And um, that's so, so neat. And so it sounds like it was kind of a family thing too. Um, Like you were really, you know, uh, doing it with your mom and and your family. It was kind of this, um, you know, very much. uh, Yeah. I mean, do you, do you feel like that was kind of, um, a lot of your inspiration is how, how, how much your family really wanted to, to do good as well. Um, yeah, I, I think part of, part of that would be, I think that would be part of it as well. Um, I think when, after I'd written the song and, and we were talking about the idea of, of maybe taking it a step further and honoring families of fallen soldiers, um, and my mom, my mom is an angel. And so <laughs> yeah. she said, well, let's, let's do this as a family. Sounds we, like- you know, what if we did this together? And and it really did turn into a family tradition, something that we still do today. Um, and it's just been, it's just been a wonderful tradition to do together. And I think that that's, anyways, yeah. I, I think that each of them have always have had a, a role inside of that ceremony. And, and it's, it's a, it's a small drop in the ocean, but I just, it's just been something mm. that's been a very humbling and wonderful experience for my family and I to, to really get to meet these families and, and express our gratitude um because it's just it's not only the person who went to war that made the ultimate sacrifice but the family members as well have made an, a, a massive sacrifice as well and so so anyways yeah. that's it's yeah I, I would say definitely my family had, had had a much influence on it as well hmm. it's so cool i mean martin seligman who's the founder of positive psychology he uh has said you know to that it's so important to find your purpose and that your purpose is really just when you can use your, your strengths to help those in need. And so it's so cool that you're using your strengths. You know, you've been like just wanting to, to be a singer ever since you were 11 <laughs> and, <laughs> and like create music and you're creating music to, to really help those who, who need help. And I think that's just, what a cool, like what a cool purpose in life. So I just love that. So I want to, I want to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I was just kind of going through some of the, some of the songs and some of the things that you've done. So you've, you were talking about anti-bullying. Um, I, I saw other ones about, um, you know, girls who, who struggle with, with body image, um, cancer research, addiction recovery, um, refugees, veteran support like you were talking about as well um suicide prevention um even uh seems like there was a recent one with peter hollands that was like a human and the operation underground railroad is that right yeah yeah Um, that's correct so so cool and even like poverty alleviation so it's like i just these are such important causes how did you like how do you pick the the you know the cause and and, um, you know, does it just kind of pop up or do people be, is it because people hear about it and they're like, Oh man, we should do this. We should partner. Or how does that kind of happen? No, that's a great question. I think it's, it's kind of a mix of everything to be honest, Andy. And I yeah. think things have, have, um, uh, what's the word? I, I think they've kind of evolved as, as time has gone on throughout the journey of this. But in the beginning, I felt like it was, it was a lot of, um, there would be an experience that I had, like, for example, the bowling, that was one of my, one of the first ones. And, and I would mm-hmm. want to write something about it to, to reach out to somebody 
who might be experiencing something similar. Um, body image. I think every girl goes through <laughs> body yeah. image yeah. issues. And, and so then I wanted to write a song about that. And then mm. kind of, it just kind of went on. And then after that, um, I, so I, I served a, a religious mission. So I did this for, for just a, a, I did probably three songs when I was 18 and then I left on that mission and then I, mm. I didn't really get back to it until I was about 21. Um, and that's really when I decided, you know, I really would like to take this on as, as a career and, and really try to make something out of this. And at that point, that's when I started reaching out to nonprofit organizations and trying to partner with them on, on some of these awareness campaigns. And that's, and that's what we decided to, to do yeah. is to turn them into social media marketing campaigns that would raise awareness and donor acquisitions for the charity. And, and then that evolved into working with sponsors and not only bringing awareness to the charity and donor acquisitions for them, but awareness to the sponsor um, because, it, you know, a customer in a community loyalty base um, loves it when they see what sponsors are doing for the community. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I think when, whenever you find a, an Amazon product online or, or, or something, uh, you go to some store like Cotopaxi yeah. or something like that, yeah. and, and you realize that they're doing something really good in the world, it just makes you fall in love with the brand. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And I think that there's beauty inside of um, not only uh, doing work for nonprofits, but also like uniting the community by working with companies and corporate sponsors who also have a desire to do good and um, just leveraging that relationship between the yeah. nonprofits and the sponsors. And that's kind of where, where we've fallen in place is providing that social media marketing campaign to mm. benefit both and to, and, and to help get the community involved. That's also been a fun thing is, is yeah. to have called, called the um, call to actions at the end of the video that get the community involved, which kind of to go back to your question also then, you know, the word goes out and then more sponsors may reach out to me or nonprofits or the other way around. I think it's just kind of been yeah. a little bit of mix of both. And so um, another thing that's kind of been fun is uh, there are times when I'm listening to music on the radio and, and cause I'll do both cover songs and originals. And yeah. sometimes when I'm listening to a song, Andy, <laughs> I, it will just hit me like, Oh my gosh, if I, mm. if I listen to the song, with eyes of a of of a young foster child or somebody who is is struggling through addiction or something like that it's all of a sudden the song takes on completely new meaning to me and it just makes me really want to to cover it and and to and to create some sort of project out of it and so anyways i hmm. I, I would say there's there's kind of a lot of different ways how it <laughs> how, yeah. how those partnerships start and and what it looks like but i guess that's what the behind the scenes look like I love that. Thank you. Like, that's really interesting that, um, especially I loved when you're talking about when you're just kind of listening to a song and it kind of just like comes to you. Right. And you almost can see or feel like, Oh, this is maybe who this, this, this cover could help. And right. I think that's a really powerful experience. I think, you know, maybe a lot of people have that experience, uh, listening to music or listening to songs. It's that it's like a powerful song or music, but, but maybe not everybody thinks like, okay, I'm going to turn this into like a cause. <laughs> and I think that's, really, <laughs> I think that that is really inspiring. So, and, oh, and also what you're saying about, you know, um, uh, coming home from your, your uh, mission and then uh, going into 
just choosing this kind of this this pathway, right? And I, uh, we've talked in this uh, in this podcast quite a bit about um, you know career pathways and what kind of makes you happy. And um, there's there's a, a Japanese term that's ikigai. It's called ikigai, and it's uh, it's basically a combination of of what the world needs, what you love what you're good at and then what you can be paid for. And, um, that kind of all combined into one is kind of what the, what, what is called this, like Jap, this, uh, Ikigai, this concept of Ikigai, which is kind of your reason for, for being a reason for living. And, um, <clears throat> and wow. I think it's really neat to see that like, it really, like what you're doing is it's kind of bringing all those together. Like you love music, you love helping people, and like the world needs it, you know, and a lot of times people have this, like what the world needs, what you can be paid for, which is like a good vocation um, or like what you love and what the world needs is like, it feels like your mission, but maybe you can't be paid for it or like right. what you love and what you're good at, which you're just like super passionate about or like what you're good at and what you can be paid for, but it's not necessarily what you're passionate about. So it's, it's cool right. that you can like, that you've, you've been, I mean, not everybody gets that, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure that it comes with all kinds of all kinds of obstacles. I mean, it's a that's a pretty, um, I guess, competitive space, right? The music industry and even like YouTube. Um, and so, yeah. I really that's really commendable um, and also really inspiring too that you've 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 found that. No, oh, thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. I, I I really appreciate that. That's a really cool concept. I've never heard of it. Um, yeah in, yeah in the terms of of a like an ikki japanese term so that that's a really mm. cool way that's yeah. a really cool way to think about it so yeah thank you absolutely um <laughs> i mean you're 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 living it so i just thought i i should highlight that and um so and and it's it, it really does make a difference i mean um i'm not the only one i'm sure uh but i remember watching um the uh the million reasons video that you guys created. Um, so powerful, such a powerful video and song. And, um, you know, there's so many people that need that message. And I mean, I I'm sure there's so many people that need all the messages that you put out there, but like personally, <laughs> you know, that one, I think mental illness has touched my marriage and family, um, very deeply. And so I really just, I mean, I remember just like, you know, coming to tears when I was watching that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like that, ah, like this is so, so powerful and so needed. And I just wanted to share it. And, um, and I did, um, but I, I just, I, <laughs> I thought it was, um, anyways, I just want to say thank you for that video, uh, as well. Oh no. Thank, thank you, Andy. I, I appreciate that a lot. That's yeah. I think that's a thing that, that hits home for, for a lot of us <laughs> yeah, I think that hits yeah. home for a lot of us and that's a yeah that that was one of those where it was a oh my gosh this this song has a whole different meaning when when we think about it this way and hmm. I was just really grateful to to just everybody that got involved in that project and everybody seemed to just catch the vision and and everybody really yeah. wanted to do it and it was a that was a to be honest, it's, it's, it's probably still one of my favorite projects. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm actually right now working on, um, that was probably two or three years ago. And, um, and I'm doing another suicide prevention project right now. Um, and that's and this time I'm writing a, a song, um, instead of mm. covering a song. And so, yeah, that's definitely something that, 
that hits home for me and for my family as well. And, and I, I think it hits home for, for a lot of people. I think that's a, yeah. Anyways, I think suicide prevention is so important. It's, it's yeah. so incredibly important. And so anyways, I appreciate that. Thank you, Andy. No, and I do too. And I'm just glad that you're, you're one of, uh, you know, a of many who, well, actually one of few really, who are really, um, really trying to, to talk about this and bring this out there. So I really appreciate that. And, you know, yeah. I, I think it's important that we, you know, that we find this kind of this, this mission in, in life. And I think it's so cool that you've, you've found this pathway for yourself. And, um, and I, I, I wonder if you'd have any, you know, advice for, for, for people who are thinking like, man, I, I don't know what my purpose in life is, or I don't know what my mission in life is yet. Like what advice would you give people who are wanting to, to feel that wanting to kind of have that sense of that ikigai or that, you know, that drive towards something that they're passionate about. Um, do you have any advice for people who are, who are looking for that? Hmm. Huh. That's tricky. <laughs> Let's see. No, I just threw that one at you, but <laughs> no, no. I and let me think about that. I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking about kind of the, the way that I felt like I had received that, um, that idea and and found that purpose. Um, yeah. But I, I think the path is kind of different for everyone. I, I would say absolutely. Well, here, I, I guess I'll, I'll share kind of my experience. I think that um. And honestly, I, I think a lot of people, for most people, I think the experience, or excuse me, I think the, the opportunity to find what your mission is in life or, or realizing this is what I really want to do in life, I think it's an accumulation of a, of a lot of small experiences that kind of add up mm, one day yeah. and you wake up one morning and you're in like, oh my word, this is what I want to do, you know? And mm. um, hmm. for me, I would say that... You, I mean, I was telling you the story about kind of where a lot of these thoughts and feelings started when I was 11. And I, I don't think when I was 11 that I even had any idea that I would actually start writing music for a cause or, or um, have the, the wonderful experience to, to work with so many wonderful people right now. And um, just so humbling to me right now that, I'm, that, that I get to work with incredible people. Um, but one experience specifically was actually when I was inside um, my, my mission, the, the religious mission I mentioned, um, yeah. I served, I served a mission for the church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. And I, I remember one night specifically, I, I woke up in the middle of night and, um, and I, I believe that, that God talks to people. I believe that, that he can, he can talk to us and inspire us and, and guide us to do good. And, and I, I remember just waking up in the middle of the night and, and just, I couldn't sleep and I couldn't sleep and I couldn't sleep. And I, and I thought, gosh, maybe I just need to get up and, and, and like go right down the stuff that's in my mind. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm too lazy. I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> but I, remember I, I was feeling, I was feeling kind of like, like pushed I, emotionally, I guess you could say that, that I really needed to get up and, and write down just the thoughts that were coming to my mind. And, um, as I, as I got up and finally rolled myself out of bed and, and grabbed a journal and I, and I remember I just, I just sat down in the bathroom and, um, and I just was trying not to wake up my, my companion at, at a companion in there. And, um, and I was just, I started just writing down all these thoughts that started coming to my mind about things that I needed to do when I came back home from my mission. And, um, 
I remember as I as I'm writing all these things down furiously as, as things are coming to my mind, I drew out this diagram, Andy. It's so funny to think about this way because at this time I had I had no concept or idea of social media marketing. I didn't understand the YouTube world. I didn't understand mm. Instagram. I didn't understand how it worked. Um, I didn't understand how um, partnerships and sponsors and and those kind of things. I just didn't, I had no idea about it. Um, yeah. But I I drew out a this is Nadia and here's a sponsor and here's a nonprofit and this is the product that I would like to create and this is what I would like it to do. And I'd love for it to hope, hopefully inspire the community and have a call to action to, to either share the message or to, you know, like the million reasons to share their reason why they choose to stay and et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I kind of diagrammed this idea out and not knowing really exactly how it would work or anything. Um, but I remember just feeling so strongly in that moment that that is what, what God wanted me to do. And, um, hmm. and that that was the purpose of, of my music. And that was the purpose of, of, um, I, I guess you could say maybe the, 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 the gift of, of music that I, I felt like I, I had been trying to, to work so hard to develop throughout my life. And, um, and I, I don't think that that was just like a big aha moment. I think that was an accumulation of a lot of little experiences leading up to that moment when I just woke up in the middle of the night and realized this is what I need to do. And this is what I want to do when I get home. Hmm. And I, so, so yeah, I, I think for me, and then when I came home, I just, I just, I mean, it didn't all come in one day. It, it took, I mean, it was a lot of, it was, again, it's that drop by drop experience. I think a lot of times yeah. when we feel like we have found it, we, we are expecting ourselves to live it the next day. And it, and I think right. that part of the joy is in the journey. It's, it's not so much, um, probably getting to the, the position where we feel like we've, we've accumulated and become everything that we want to become. I think, I think the, the joy is, is becoming, you know, and, yeah. and so I would say maybe just being in tune with, with our thoughts and feelings inside of ourselves and in tune with, with something that's greater than us and whatever that means to, to anybody who's listening to this, I think, being in tune with something that is greater than, than you, something that's bigger than you, hmm. I think gives us a really big perspective or, or it gives us a, a wider perspective of life and helps us see things that maybe we wouldn't have seen inside our own, own set of eyes or our own little worlds by ourselves. And so I think being in tune in something that's greater than us, I think really gives us a wider perspective of, you know, maybe this is, this is something I haven't seen in, in this way before. And maybe this is, my mission. This is, maybe this is what I'm, what I need to do in life. And so anyways, there's my experience and yeah, I would say I maybe that. just be in tune. <laughs> yeah. Lots of really, I feel like that there's, there's so many little nuggets in there that you were talking about. You know, it's kind of this culmination of, of things that kind of, you know, add up throughout your life. Um, and then just kind of feeling there's, it was, an there's an interesting study on a bunch of, uh, a group of nuns actually who, um, they, they, on, and they were studying meaning and, and kind of feeling called or feeling, uh, the a sense of mission in life. And they, they all felt what they called this, almost this haunting, right? This like, it kept coming back. It just kept coming back that they, they could have chosen any other pathway, but they just felt called to be a nun. And, um, yeah. and they and I think I love what you said about being in tune with, with yourself and something greater than you. And, and, and if that's God for you, great. If it's, if it's, you know, something else great too, like, 
but but I think especially right now, I think it's so difficult um, as a person who has a smartphone and is connected at all to social media or whatever <laughs> to to really stop and just sit breathe. there and and breathe and be be at at one with yourself and 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 tap into um, that inner wisdom you know uh, I was just talking to uh, a friend Stuart uh, Stuart Edge about this and he said that he wrote himself a letter um, to kind of tap into this wisdom that's inside of himself already but we we don't we don't sit there and listen to that and I think I think I love what you said about tapping into or being in tune with something greater than you too. If it, and maybe that is God, you know, maybe that is, but may, or maybe that's like going to a concert and feeling like, Oh my gosh, like there's so many amazing people in this world or going to um, uh, some sort of an event that is supporting one of these great causes that you, you know, that you you've been talking about um, and just feeling like, wow, there's so much that I could do and feeling a part of something greater than yourself. I think, I think there's a lot of, of uh, power in what you, in, in what you said to, to give us that wider perspective. So thank you for kind of pulling that together. No, oh, thanks, Andy. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So anybody who has a mission in life or a calling or, or who's like pursuing this kind of life affirming quest, right? I think every single person faces obstacles <laughs> and, <Right. laughs> um, and uh, you know, criticism and, and failures. Right. Um, and even though you felt called to this, right. And you felt like this is my mission. Um, how have you, how have you overcome these obstacles and, and criticism, I'm sure there's all kinds of, I mean, you know, you probably see it probably more than most people with, with the internet, you know, good old trolls out there. Um, and, uh, and you even do live streaming. So it's like, how do you, you know, how do you face that and how do you overcome those, um, those obstacles? Um, let's see, Andy, I don't know if I'm going to say anything that that is probably different than than what most people say about o- overcoming obstacles. I don't I don't consider myself a master of overcoming obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I think we're all we're all going through it, but I, I I think it's a wonderful question. I I guess what I'm thinking is um the one thing that my mom has taught me that I think really sticks to me when I feel like I'm going through something difficult and and it could be it could be something as small as as a, a negative comment on social media, or it could be yeah. I'm trying really hard to get in contact with somebody, or um, there's a partnership that that's working out, and 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 maybe maybe it's not working out later, or or, or whatever the the obstacle might be. Um, I think the thing that I always try to remember that that my mom taught is to remember the reason why you're doing what you're doing, um, and that really helps me focus back on to what what the whole purpose behind all the the great days and the and the bad days you know and and yeah. I I think that um for everyone we all have times that that we love our job and other times that we don't love it as much <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think even you know and that's that sometimes may maybe a, a misconception when we feel like we've we've found our our life mission is that we think it's going to be something that's easy and and I don't know if I would say that I've, I've fully and 
you know, fully understand my purpose in life. I, I think I, I, I think I still, I still understand and, and ex- discover things every day, but I, I feel like I am, I'm grateful for the path that I am, I am on. And I feel like that I'm, I am where I'm supposed to be right now, but I, I feel like we're still learning and discovering every day. And like yeah. you said, with that comes obstacles and with that comes the hard days. And because I think, uh, like I was saying, sometimes we think that it's, it's going to be easy and, and it's not. And so anyways, w- with all yeah. that, I feel like what helps me get through the tough times or the hard days is remembering the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, mm. um, and something that yeah. and my dad always says is it's, it's the one that you're talking to Nadia. It's not the masses. It's the one. And that's something that's really stuck very hard with me. It's, um, we could do, I mean, we could spend thousands of dollars on a project. We could spend hundreds of hours working with a, a partnership and a, and a, a sponsor and a nonprofit and, and different influencers and, um, and marketing campaigns and throwing together a, 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 a massive campaign project. And, and if it, if it helps inspire one person, then we've done our job. And that's, that's, I mean, we've, we've accomplished its purpose and, and obviously I'm, I'm a businesswoman as well. And so there's, there's obviously many other purposes and things that we have to help um, for the partners and sponsors to be happy, et cetera. But my purpose at the end of the day of, of my music is in hopes to inspire the one. And um, sometimes when I feel frustrated <laughs> or if I feel frustrated with, with the numbers or I feel frustrated with, you know, whatever the yeah. obstacle might be, I, when I stop and breathe and remember, I'm, it's, this is not about the masses. This is about the one. Bring and, it back to the um, one. Yeah. yeah. And this is, I, I need to remember the reason why I'm doing all of this. And that, that's, I feel like what helps me push through the hard times. So I think, if I were to say anything to, to other people, if I could, if I could throw out a little grain of salt, I think it would be just remember the reason why you started, remember the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And I feel like that helps refocus our, our minds and on, on the purpose as to what we're doing, why we're doing what we're doing. So anyway, I love that. I love that. Remember why you started, you know, it's like, start with, start with the why, you know, and, um, I love that you said it's all about, you know, the one that you're talking to and, uh, you know, check you've, you have, uh, if it's just about one, like you, you, you're, you're doing it. Like I'm, I'm the one, you know, like I know the other people too. And, um, you've inspired me and, and many, many other people. Um, so yeah, keep it up, keep it up. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. Thanks. Uh, so do you have any other advice, uh, for, for listeners who just want to have a more happy life right now? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that I could say is to enjoy the journey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like and and I know that probably sounds so cliche to say because we hear it all the time, but I feel like there is so much truth. There is so much truth behind that statement. I yeah. feel like we are often, um, I think sometimes we spend too much time looking at the top of the mountain while we're hiking it versus enjoying mm-hmm. all the beauty around us during the hike. And um often it's it's hard to see the top when you're in the middle of a hike i mean let's be honest sometimes in, yeah. in a real hike it's hard to even see the peak or to he, to see where you're going 
And I feel like that's part of the frustration that we feel day to day. And there's, I don't know where, I can't remember where, where I heard this and maybe you'll know it better, but it's, there's the, um, I will be happy when I will be happy if statements. Hmm. And we are often, we are often waiting for an event to happen in our lives. I will be happy when I marry the person of my dreams. I will be happy when um, we finally buy buy a house. I will be happy when I'm done with school. I will be happy when I figure out what my career is. I will be happy if this happens and when this happens and we're waiting to be happy and we're waiting to see the peak and we're, and we just keep staring at the peak while we're hiking. And I think there's so much beauty in the journey. And I'm, I think that Hmm. that is a, a a difficult way to live to only get to be happy at the end or to get to be happy at the moment we've reached something. And, um, and, and truth be told when we're waiting for something to be happy, usually we, we, I mean, I, I will be happy when I buy a house and then you do buy a house and now all of a sudden I will be happy when we get a boat or something like that. And it's, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to actually, it's hard to actually feel happy. And e- even when, yeah. even when we do reach what we feel like we've reached. And so I think for me, at least for my life, I think the secret has been to be happy now To And, and mm. I know that sounds probably cliche, but it's, I feel like there's so much truth. It's, it's about choosing, choosing to be happy and enjoying the journey now instead of waiting for something to happen in order to to merit happiness in our lives i love it and it's not just cliche it's actually backed by lots of research that you know we uh when we just look for the happiness in the outcome uh we it's we get we get it backwards and uh they've found that people that you know people that um find happiness now it actually leads to greater success um rather than you know, seeking the happiness in the success itself. And so you, you nailed it right on the head. And I think that is a really powerful message to anybody who's listening uh, to just find it, find it now, you know, find the happiness right now. So thank you so much. And uh, where, where can, this is like so amazing. I've been inspired. I'm sure everybody who's listening has been inspired. And um, (laughs) where can people come and find you and support you, support the causes? Uh, What's the best uh, place to find you out there, Nadia? I I think so. YouTube and Instagram and Facebook are the main platforms that that I spend time on. There's a lot of platforms okay. out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so those right. are the main <laughs> platforms that I'm that I'm on is Facebook or YouTube is where all the music videos are at. And then okay. just kind of my day to day is usually on Instagram and um, and then Facebook as well. And so yeah, that's that's where they can find me. And it's Nadia Christine with a K H. So it's kind of a okay. fun spelling. Okay, Nadia Christine. Perfect. <laughs> we'll, we'll link to that for sure in, in the notes too. So um, thank you so much, so so much for being here. I am so glad I finally had 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 you on the show. So it's really good that it finally happened. <laughs> no, this is great, and I appreciate it seriously, Andy. We've that's so funny because I feel like we ran into each other at so many conventions. So it's great <laughs> that we finally got to do this. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. So thanks for thinking of me. No problem, and thank you. I really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. You can also find me on Instagram at morehappylife or by going to morehappylife.co. Thanks for listening and see you soon.